As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! Hey, what is up, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between? No discrimination here. You've joined us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back to the show, everybody. If it's your first time joining us, how? How did you go this far into the show without uh, backtracking first? But if you did, then I just... I will say welcome. Uh, you've got a lot to catch up on. And uh, this is what we do here. We are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. And we do it one track at a time. I am your co-host, Mark Kamire. With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, how are we feeling, dude? Uh, we're feeling cold. We had a massive uh, dump of snow and freezing rain here today. Uh, I think it's cold and snowy everywhere uh, in North America right now. Uh, according to our Discord, uh, and you'll understand why when you hear all the manifestations tonight. But I'm here. I'm done my work week. I'm ready to rock and roll with one of our all-time favorite guests, Mark Kamire. Why don't you work your magic and introduce uh, our most popular guest uh, to everyone else? I shall, but I must say, uh, what I'm hearing is that uh, Ponsatucky Phil is a liar. Is that is that <laughs> what you're trying to tell me over there? Uh, he was I this thought... week. Well, it's warm enough, but you know, we had you know another foot of snow and uh, some freezing rain on top of it, so. All that meant was I couldn't travel for work today, so I'm here uh, with my whiskey. Uh, I'm taking my whiskey home, and I'm ready to rock and roll all night and party every day. This is a kiss show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a kid show. All right. Yeah, that's that's how they roll in Saskatchewan. You've been warned. But uh, enough about that. Joining us on the show once again, uh, as Corey said, the most popular guest on the show, without a doubt, 
Kelsey, aka Kelsey Van Halen. Welcome back. Yay. Hi, it's so good to be back. I missed you guys. Um, I listened to the the live show that you guys did after the fact. I was very jealous I couldn't be there, but um, it sounded like a blast. And also, it was 65 and sunny here today. So, <laughs> well, I tell you what, Kelsey, uh, we have now finished off Van Halen too. So, March's yep. live show is going to be Van Halen too. Uh, if you have any dates that might work around your schedule, send them my way and we'll plan, try and plan it for that night. So March 8th is a Friday night. It's my birthday. So that's uh, just a suggestion. <laughs> that would be fun. You're going to uh, hang out with us losers on your birthday? Oh, come on. And talk Van Halen? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I will. There you go, folks. But, March 8th, we'll be breaking down uh, Van Halen 2 live cheers. on the interweb. Um, we'll double check with that because March is, no, yeah, we'll but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll March see. We have it a gig. Fun, though. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to, I was like listening to it and then I like, Oh, I watched it on YouTube and I was like, God, I would, I'm, I had a great night, but I was like, <laughs> I would love to be there. It looked like so much fun. So. It really was. Yeah. I know somebody was giving our, our, our boys grief, uh, for it being a long show and having too big of a panel, but Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck the haters. I think we're all about just getting on a call with our friends and talking Van Halen. That's what we did. Right. And it was a blast. Look, I I thought it went by a lot smoother than some of our other live shows. That's so right. I, I don't know why people would are complaining. A lot less editing required on the OU812 show than some of our other shows. So Exactly. So, man, goes to show you. But uh, it you just, can't please everyone. Still, yeah, I can't please everyone, but uh, the ones that uh, we do try to please, the enthusiastic ones, still remain enthusiastic, and uh, we appreciate you. And I'm talking to you you lurkers in the chat right now, so uh, <laughs> thank you guys for being here, as always. Corey, what's going on in the world of Van Halen News via Van Halen News Desk? Oh, we got all sorts of things. Of course, not all of it positive, uh, as mm -hmm. per lately. Let's talk a little bit about yeah. Sammy Hagar and uh, Wolfgang Van Halen's band Mammoth WVH uh, playing at yeah. the Music Cares event. Uh, to honor one uh, John Bon Jovi. Uh, Sammy, I believe, did uh, You Give Love a Bad Name. And uh, Mammoth. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. He really wanted to do Wanted Dead or Alive, I, I, I hear, but uh, mm. they, they talked him into You Give Love a Bad I believe Orianti uh, played guitar with him on that one, which would have been yeah, a pretty that's cool. That's cool. And yeah. then uh, Mammoth played uh, Have a Nice Day. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I watched that video. They absolutely killed it. So, I bet. Yeah. I bet they did. All right, David Lee Roth. You know what? He's been in the news a little bit, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if, you, if you've heard this. My Lord, David Lee Roth. Yep, he... Uh, <laughs> different kind of story behind why Van Halen's final studio album, studio album is not on streaming services. Uh, basically, once again, blasting uh, Wolfgang, uh, blaming him for all of his own uh, problems. Uh, I thought the quote of the week went to Sammy Hagar, who at that uh, uh, Music Cares event just kind of said, I, I detect a tinge of jealousy. But when it comes to Dave Lee Roth, maybe because, I don't know, Wolfie has a career and right. Sammy's getting a lot of press for the best of all worlds tour. Mm -hmm. And no one's really talking about Dave. So he's just got to talk a lot of shit and, and, and try and just besmirch everybody and, and keep his name in there. I don't know. Uh, no one knows why he's doing this. And as we had Darren Paltrowitz on the show, he's like, no one in Dave's camp knows why the hell he does what he does. But um, yeah, he basically said, uh, because uh, Wolfie, this was your album and it stuck, it stunk and uh, nobody bought it. Uh, that's why it's not on streaming services, and they didn't want to pay the lawyers for it. It's just uh, the typical horseshit he's been spewing, uh, right. ruining his reputation with Van Halen fans lately. I know on the Discord, uh, Chaz especially was one of them who just said, "I'm fucking done with this guy." Like, uh, it mm -hmm. hurts. Yeah. Every I think I 
tweeted when they like when I think whoever put it, I think it was the Van Halen news desk. I literally was like, every time he posts one of these, I like sigh. I'm like, please just stop. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm like, please, I can't keep defending you. Like, please stop. <laughs> no. I'm I mean, he honestly, at, at this point, you know, deserves no defense no, whatsoever. Just, you know, he just be talking over there. Yeah, you yeah. know, and <laughs> like, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> we also have to bear in mind, uh, Dave's getting old, and uh, I mean, he's old. He's been old for a while, but he's getting older. And sometimes when people get old, uh, their mind slips, and it's not as if uh, Dave's history, shall we right. say, of recreational things, uh isn't hasn't been damaging probably to the to the brain so you, you put all that together and it just makes this perfect spiral of a shit storm and uh and dave as you we've talked about this Corey, we've talked about it a lot like dave's gonna do whatever he's got to do to make sure his name still stays relevant and as long as the name of van halen doesn't matter who it is as long as the name of van halen is being muttered and talked about into you know the ether as it were, uh, he's going to have to have something to say about it, especially if he's not the focal point of said Van Halen chat, you know, and now people are talking about Wolfie because Wolfie has put out two back-to-back -back albums that are spectacular and he's building his own Van Halen legacy. And God forbid, you know, Dave can't have that because he's not involved. And you know, it's just it's all ego, and it's all just this uh, egomaniac gone, absolute chaotic awry, you know. Uh, and that's what you know. We we can we can appreciate the music that he put together with uh, the with the brothers and with Michael Anthony and and such. But we can also separate the fact that, uh, yeah, these albums, they're great. We love uh, Van Halen in all aspects, but fuck that guy. Just you know, to hell with him. Like, we can we can right. be done with him. So yeah. my my uh, curiosity goes towards, uh, gee, I wonder how people are going to vote now when we spin a, a Roth era tune. Like, are they going to vote the same way or are they going to feel a little bit differently? That's not to say that I think that the percentage of Sammy votes are going to raise any higher, unfortunately, as, as much as I wish they would. But now I just wonder if uh, people are just going to be like, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of Dave right now. I don't even want to give him a thumbs up. So, uh, but we'll, I guess we'll find out. But all that to say, to hell with him. Scott Everett in the chat says, Sammy should have just tried no comment. Wouldn't that have been a nice uh, to step yeah. above the fray? Not not right. really Sammy's style. And I think maybe he's trying to uh, defend himself and even Wolfgang a little bit. Like, this guy's coming yeah. out of nowhere. It's like, and I know Sammy's taking his shots, too. But in right. everyone's, oh, Wolfgang talks shit. I don't think Wolfie's ever really, you know, he just kind of pointed out, like, you know, the, the contract expired on a different kind of truth. We're trying to get it back on. Uh, but there's mm -hmm. some in the camp that are making it difficult. And you can kind of put two and two together. And that's really all he said. He didn't really say anything bad about Dave. math. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, I'll give you three guesses. You'll, you'll only need one. Yeah. Who, right. Who's holding um, up? The, the, yeah, you, yeah, you really only need one. And I mean, it, it, if you feel very strongly about a different kind of truth, then you, this might upset you. Me, I'm indifferent on the album. So it's just like, fine. You don't want to have it streaming. It doesn't bother me. The only thing it bothers is the fact that uh, whatever percentage of royalties uh wolfie would get and alex uh mm -hmm. they won't be getting from that album so like well that's a shame but at the same time dave won't be getting it either so right 
I like the. Record. I like. I would like to hear "She's the Woman" again, but <laughs> that, I mean, like, there's a few songs on there that I do. I used to really like to listen to, but right. other, I mean, like, I don't know. Everything, every Roth era pre two thousand was pretty good, so I'll listen to that for now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll continue to do what I've been doing, but I would like to hear that song again. <laughs> Chaz in the chat, DLR equals ain't got that stuff no more. So I'm pretty sure he, he he's off the yes. D bandwagon, yeah. Uh, he, he keeps proving he don't got it because he keeps releasing songs of himself right. singing and it's like stop it <laughs> with his ninety two thousand pot bill he wanted to boast about yep exactly yeah uh, he's ninety two thousand dollar pot bill jeez <laughs> he's become the Bobby Fisher of rock there's a take from uh, that's, Scott Monroe <laughs> I feel, that's like that's like Snoop Dogg levels of well, I remember pot bill. <laughs> I watched, I think it was, I don't listen to Joe Rogan, but I listened to the Joe Rogan episode that he was on. And one of the breaks that they had when they came before David come back, Joe Rogan was literally like, damn, that's some good pot. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> I, was like, I thought that was hilarious. Well, kudos on the uh, high class pot that's I guess. Uh, in- endorsed by Joe Rogan. But yeah. at the same time, it was like, cool. But that, that does not diminish the fact that uh you are evidently a very shitty person dave so yeah. you know well uh, godspeed i guess i'm kind of in the same boat as kevin brown who says dlr being a knobber right now isn't going to change my voting not going to let him affect my love of these songs that, that's kind of where i'm at too yeah if he wants that's, to be a that's why i say sure. like this is this is an example of like we uh at least in the terms of of this show and of van halen listening i guess you gotta you gotta separate the uh the the man i won't even say the artist from the art i'll say the man from the band yeah mm-hmm. let's let's do that uh scott everett says wolf doesn't need any protecting he's got it sammy is part of the problem and maybe you, you can make the, the case maybe sammy's talking a little too much but you know he has his, his own differences with dave did that uh that tour that yeah. uh, did not go well so i don't know i can kind of <laughs> see where, where sammy's coming from as, as far as i'm concerned sammy can say or not say all that he wants at this point because right. especially like if dave's gonna you know come after him like would it be nobler for sammy to just kind of go eh, i don't care i don't listen to it yeah maybe but at the same time it's just kind of go okay it's dave so like i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say just this one thing and then you right. know hopefully that'll be the end of it it probably won't but you know i don't is. know you could you know you can get provoked only so often before you finally have to retaliate true that all right let, let, let's get off the david lee ross stuff but there's only yeah. a couple more uh articles here on the uh, van halen news desk of course making sense of the van halen's year-long internal conflict uh that just links you to a, a section from darren paltrowitz's uh podcast he had a yeah. guest on and they were talking a little bit about uh you know van halen's history and how they're one of the most dysfunctional uh rock bands in in history uh, so you can check that out and then uh rick Beto celebrates eddie van halen with guest guitarists they're really cool a little video where they're they're breaking down some some EVH uh, on his YouTube channel. They play a little Ice Cream Man, play a little Eruption. Uh, there, nice. There's the clip of it there. Uh, you can catch that. And, of course, much, much more on the Van Halen News Desk, www.vhnd.com. Right on. Good stuff. Well, then, uh, talk about unprepared. I am supposed to go to the poll, and it's not I have pulled it. up. Oh, I but have it's it. Gonna- uh, I got yeah. it. It's it's all good. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> just I got so uh, distracted by that that story and and heated that I was like I didn't even remember to pull it up. But it's fine. So last week, you guys, we discussed uh, uh, somebody get me a doctor and thus ending uh, our our run 
with Van Halen too. That's uh, another album that's done. It's in the book. So now all we got to do is do a live show and rank it and talk about it. That's going to be loads of fun. So naturally this being a uh, old, old school Van Halen, let's say, cause you know, Van Halen too, you can kind of guess where the voting is going to go based on previous history. And sure enough, here we go. We got a 95.4% vote of what dreams are made of for somebody to get me a doctor versus a 4.6 dream is over. And Corey, we talked about the song. Like we, we both really enjoy the track. It's, it still holds up. It's, it's fire as the kids say these days. So I'm not shocked by the, uh, the positive voting. What I am shocked about is the, it seems like a high percentage of down votes. And I know a lot of people are not going to be happy about this. What uh, are you surprised by the voting outcome? You know, th- this is about right. Right. Put it. I figured it was going to be in kind of the low nineties. Uh, mm-hmm. 95 is pretty good. Actually, I was looking for a while there. It was over 96. And I thought, Oh, this might have a shot of being, you know, maybe top five. So I was trying to encourage friends to create uh, burner Twitter accounts and vote uh, positive. <laughs> Cause it's one of my favorite Van Halen songs. Uh, but as it stands, uh, you know, it finishes seventh right now on our rankings. Uh, somebody get me a doctor uh, right below Unchained and right above I'll Wait. So pretty good company. Uh, huh. it, it's actually the uh, the lowest 95 we have here. I'll Wait was 94.7. But, you know, it, it might end up uh, top 10 when we're all said and done, which I think is a pretty good place for Probably. somebody to get me a doctor. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Kelsey, I'll throw it to you because uh, you, you're right at the top there. Your, your tweet under the poll was uh, if you see one down vote, it's on on site. And uh, we got over 300 votes and 4.6 people said, nah. So what 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 do you say to those 4.6 people? I don't know how you could not like this song. That's how I feel about it. I like that right after the intro when the riff kicks in. I remember the first time I heard this song, I, it was in my car and I literally was like, what the fuck? is this it's like oh my god like that riff is so full and just like heavy like as in terms of like van halen to me like i think not heavy as in like music terms but like oh my god that that riff hits you like a train like it's like oh my god this is i i don't know i love this song so that's why i said that because i'm like i don't know how you could not like this song like i guess whatever but like Every time I put that on, that I that song makes me go at least twenty above the speed, the speed limit. So, <laughs> ah, so it's a but, hazard. This song is a hazard. Yeah, but that's. I mean, I don't know. I love this song, and I think it's like it's. If I'm introducing someone to Van Halen, that's one of the first songs I'm gonna put on because it's just so like, it's so raw and hard, and it's. It's fire and it's a banger. It's so. everything Van Halen is. I could not yeah. agree yeah, more. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm like, it's so, it is really, it's raw, authentic Van Halen to me. Like, it is so, it's just a riff, some banging drums, and some screaming vocals. Like, I think it's it's so good. Yep. So, that's how I feel about it. And it is on site. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Brewer in the comments says it should be way above I'll Wait. And I 100% agree. It should be well above I Wait. I love I really, I'll Wait, but I. Yeah. Agree. I, yeah, the yeah. same. Like, I, I really, really like that song a lot. But somebody gave me Doctor, just as you say, it's a banger. So mm-hmm. it's uh, let's let's find out what people are saying about it. Um, I doubt we'll probably get a negative tweet, but you never know. So 
with the tweets under the poll. And as you guys know, we read out loud on the show tweets from people that are on the Patreon. So if you want your tweets guaranteed read on the show, join the Patreon. It's easy. We'll find a tier for you. If there's something that uh, you wish we had that we don't, we'll figure it out. Otherwise, join up join the discord as well that's where the conversations really take place so you can be like heath mccoy here friend of the show uh heath mccoy he says this is classic van halen at their most primal and combustible eddie alex and michael are on fucking fire roth is howling like a wild drunken pasadena tarzan as per (laughs) the song's plot this harmony the harmonies are incredible eddie's solo's jaw-dropping does it get any better i mean with that with that review, I I don't know. I don't know that it gets any better than that. Right. So we so we know how uh, we know how he feels about this. Way to go! Oh, he uh, let's see. oh he says it. Never mind. All right, uh, Kevin Brown. Oh, Kevin, who's uh, is he not in the chat? Oh, because Kevin, my Kevin. Yeah, he says uh, in the chat. This is a definitive Van Halen song. Every single part of what makes the first era great is amped up to ten. And somebody get me a doctor. <laughs> yeah. He also said, without, "He also said, without being an insufferable gatekeeper, I don't get how you could possibly be a Van Halen fan and not like this song. It's a top five Van Halen track for me. Ton, uh, tone, groove, riff, howls, harmonies, balls, sweat, fire, attitude. Yes, he said balls. Uh, who gives a shit about the lyrics? Just listen to it. Um, well, see, there, there you go. There's a fine example of." Uh, a Van Halen song that we can all enjoy and we don't have to analyze the lyrics. I wish you guys would give Sammy a pass more often with those, you know, with that set of rules, but we'll talk about that later. It's fine. Rave a Flave says, uh, tonight's show was a truly enjoyable one. He's talking about last week. Uh, great spin and a great guest, but unexpected circumstances have me. He's not really. Uh... Oh, wait, here he goes. How how dare you disparage the full bug fucking swinger? Uh, I like the full bug, yeah. Compared to this, really, I think is kind of what we're getting. At. Yeah, there we go. Um, out, oh, I see, I see what he did here. So he has he has more like a lot to say. So let me let me find his first uh, his first tweet here. It's all over the place. I don't know why Twitter did this because Twitter sucks. Uh, where are you at? 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 Okay, it's fine. The bridge, that valley in the song, that's Ed, Mike, and his bum-bum and Al's hi-hat noodling right before Ed's lead. But before Ed's lead, a train whistle, a fucking train whistle. Who makes that work? And more importantly, who gets away with that? In 1976, Blue Oyster Cult made uh, do with a cowbell. Want to know why? I'll tell you. It's because only Van Halen had the cojones let uh, to let uh, Simma down now and wait three more years to bring in a train whistle. Uh, ow, 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 yeah, 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 ow, oh, woo, 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 I, I assume that's supposed to be a train noise, uh, <laughs> that's what dreams are made of, my work here is done, I'm going to assume Rave of Flav was very drunk when he tweeted these out, because some of it's nonsensical, but I under, I kind of understand what he's, what he's going for there, um, so sorry if 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 uh, my reading of that was lackluster. I was very confused <laughs> trying to make it out. But thank you, Ravaflay, for your uh, words. Let's see here. We go to Scum and Rose in the Discord. Moving on. Davey Lee Smith says, bring on the heavy artillery. That's all I have to say about that. Hashtag what dreams are made of. So yeah, keeping it very short and sweet. 
Uh, Brad Gould says quintessential Van Halen sound, amazing guitar, driving rhythm, spectacular harmonies, and a great lead, but poorly aged singer. Hashtag what dreams are made of. Yeah, poorly aged indeed, Brad. You are (laughs) not wrong about that. Our, our friend Scott Everett says an absolute hard rock masterpiece. That riff just sticks in your head and does not let go. The harmonies are pitch perfect. One of my absolute favorites live over the years. <laughs> Trolls should be put down for downvoting this one. Ooh, he he's 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 speaking of euthanasia. It's crazy. <laughs> That's what we do here. Uh, Greg Zito says love this track. I think it should have been the first single for Van Halen too. Do you agree with that, Corey? I got no problem with that. Yeah, like yeah. I love somebody. I, mean, I said it was maybe top five all time for me, Van Halen. So uh, I would agree. It, it's going to be hard not not to rank this number one when I do the Van Halen two rankings uh, sometime in March. March eighth, we're hoping uh, <laughs> a, a certain somebody's uh, birthday. I can't think of a better uh, way to celebrate a birthday than yeah, you know, exactly. Talk about that Van Halen fun. two, my favorite Van Halen record. So. Yeah, so so that's it for the tweets. We're going to head on over to the Discord where the real manifestos happen here. Uh, so speaking of, Scott Monroe, here he goes. He says, the par- this party rocker is so far beyond what dreams are made of. It's overloaded with greatness. For me, the magic is in the simplicity. A straightforward everyman lyric with a classic catchy as hell chorus. Musically, it's a roller coaster that captures the madness going on in the head of our whacked out narrator. <laughs> there are lots of fun Van Halen rockers, but this one is just pure joy. It's a tight smash and grab track clocking in at just under three minutes and it exudes wild energy that instantly puts me in a good mood. Really hoping they bust the, uh, bust this one out in the summer on the best of all worlds tour yes. with Mike Anthony doing stellar job on lead vocals. God, oh, that'd, that'd be great. great. Oh, that would be so cool. Uh, is it the best track on one of Van Halen's greatest albums? I'm wrestling with that question, like the rest of you, uh, <laughs> as we ponder our Van Halen 2 rankings. But I think it's got a hell of a shot. DOA is so, on that uh, record, too. Beautiful Girls is on that record. Yeah, I mean, it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you and I, we, we love this album so much. So, yeah, that, it's, that one's going to be a challenge for sure. Uh, let's see. Josh says this song completely rules guitar wise. My Holy grail for guitar tone. This represents genius in the way that it should be defined. Nothing to be added and nothing to be taken away. This started my journey on chasing and trying to capture and emulate Edward's tone. I was a desperate man seeking a desperate fortune. I scoured anything that was available. Shots of his pedal board, amps and settings, uh, pickups and swapping out magnets. I went as far as degaussing uh, de- pickup magnets on my refrigerator door. Uh, somebody get me a doctor was an appropriate title for my obsessive tone chase. I'm sure I found the proper ingredients numerous times, but a key difference was in the hands. Yeah. Uh, through this process was self-discovery through inspiration slash perspiration and acceptance that my own path was more important than trying to follow someone else's. I will always look at somebody, get me a doctor as a standout in my own journey and uh, 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 genuflect at the altar of Edward's genius. Uh, I see what you did there. I like it. Um, And that's awesome, man. That's it. I think that's ultimately what all, all would be professional musicians try to do, right? They, they try to chase, the the thing that brought them into uh that started them on the path 
they're always chasing it because if they chase it, they feel like maybe I'll touch some of that success that uh, this person, this band, this thing uh, uh, has a, has acquired. So in the, in the process, you're going to find your own way. So that's beautiful. I love it, Josh. Good stuff. All right. Our buddy Chad says, I really want to downvote this because of all the DLR nonsense that has been going on lately. Yeah. Uh, but I upvoted the song, but make no mistake, Mr. Roth, you are a bottom shelf douche with an expiration date long past hashtag only the good die young edited, uh, (laughs) edited to add that Dave's voice and attitude do make this track. When I watch Mike sing it, there is definitely something missing. Understandable on all fronts. Uh, yeah, I mean. Mikey's going to sound the way he's going to sound. He's going to sound good. He, but if you're going to, uh, if you're going to listen to that song live, like now and expect Mikey to sound like Dave, you're, you are setting an unrealistic expectation. And that's not because Mikey can't sing. It's because Mikey can. And, uh, Dave can't. So (laughs) that's it. That's what I'll, I'll say about that. Um, but yeah, either way, I think uh, he, I think he's going to sound really great uh, if they do this song live. We don't know for sure that they're doing this live for the tour, right? We don't know. No, they're rehearsing right now, but uh, no set list or anything have leaked or anything. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, here's hoping because I really want to hear what that sounds like. I would like. love to hear that. Me too. Yeah. Are and, you going, uh, Kelsey, to the uh, Best of All Worlds tour? Well, hopefully I'll work that show. So okay. mm. fingers crossed. So Yeah, that'd be awesome. Get yeah, like no, it'll be right in there. Oh yeah, that's what I did last time. So that is what, yeah, that's right. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Looks like you had a good time last time Sammy came through town. Oh yeah, I'll be there for sure. <laughs> All right, just a couple more here. Chaz Mataz, Chaz Charles says. David Lee Roth has lost the right to hold the esteem in my mind space that he once did. His true character is malignant. His behavior, a betrayal of all that he stood for in my rock and roll soul. His lies, contempt, narcissistic venom, and selfishness are not what I want in my ultimate party band. The party is over. I should have listened to others, but my blind allegiance is officially over. Love, no longer a Dave guy. He broke my heart. So I wonder if that means, Chaz, that you downvoted the song. Because um, if you did, cool, but I'm not sure. Uh, but I get it. See, this is a prime example of what I was talking about. I think due to Dave's uh, character, it might influence how the voting goes for you know the, the 14 songs we have left. So It might. You never know. It might, but or it might not. We'll find out. And then lastly, our buddy Jeff Brewer says... Somebody give me a doctor. Van Halen 2 was the third Van Halen album I acquired after 1984 and Diver Down sometime in the summer of 1984. This song was one of my least favorite on the album at the time. A little over two years later, after I started messing around on guitar, this song became a certifiable monster. Everybody has great things to say about this song, so I'm going to agree with all of that without repeating it. And now I'm going to focus on just one part of the song that personally gets me pumped up every time I hear it. Ed's bridge or lead in to the solo. Ed was such a master of the volume knob, the way he slammed the volume off, hit a chord, then swelled it back up. True. Uh, Keeping perfect time, pounding out that riff. I've seen tribute acts cheat on that part and use a volume foot pedal to recreate those volume swells, much less talent slash effort. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) You're not you're not wrong, but at the same time, it's like, look, man, it, it's Eddie. It, it, you you got to do what you got to do, right? So, right. 
that little section right before the solo, which is which is also great, uh, is such a great example of Ed's ability to play exactly what my mind wants to hear. Uh, yeah, without you even knowing it sometimes. Uh, like, you don't know what you want to hear. You just know you want to hear a good Van Halen song. And then Ed just sort of seeps into your deep subconscious and go, is this what you had in mind? You're like, I guess it was because I love it. Uh, so there you go. There's the the uh, the mini festos, as it were. And like I said, you guys, if you want yours guaranteed red on the show, join the Patreon. It's that simple and that easy. And it's that fun. So, Corey. Now, what do we do? Well, we got a couple of uh, Chaz uh, answered your question. You asked uh, if he actually downvoted the song uh, mm-hmm. after his manifesto. He said he could never downvote that song. Uh, <laughs> the song is all of them, not just Dickie Lee douchebag. <laughs> Which thank you for bringing that up, exactly. Chaz. I appreciate it. <laughs> Dickie Lee douchebag. I'm gonna start using that. That's hilarious. Uh, all right. Well then, uh, if there's nothing forward, it's time to do our not favorite thing, but our second favorite thing. Everyone, grab your glass, say it with me, and take a drink. It's time for manifestations. More time manifester right here. I'm wearing my yes. manifest club T-shirt. Because I called There's... my shot last week, four times now on the show. Four times. In 119 a episodes, mm-hmm. I, I called my shot. So you, you can get this in her. Make oh. sure you get, uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, when you call your shot that many times, you get a, a complimentary shirt. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and you know, while you're at our T Public store, get the uh, Kelsey Van Halen uh, design, too, that we have on there. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> but there that means go. we have to manifest again here tonight, Mark Meyer. So do you want to... Uh, go through the Discord, or do you want me to? Well, I have the Discord popped up, so uh, I right. figure why not. Um, but I tell you, this one's easy because for the it's major, uh, the majority of it is the same song yes. manifested by everybody. Uh, Scott Monroe wants summer nights because he could use some uh, warmth now in the dead of winter. Uh, it was actually warm today, so you can come borrow some of ours if you want. <laughs> um, Chaz said uh, he wants summer nights. He was going to do Josephine, but uh, realizing that Kelsey was going to be on the show, uh, Scott suggested to give you a break on that one. So he said, fine, summer nights. So that's two for summer nights. Uh, Josh also wanted summer nights with a, with an interesting picture. Uh, If you want to go, if you want to know what that is, everyone get on the discord and go check that out. It's hilarious. Uh, let's see. Jeff Brewer also wants summer nights because he's jumping on the Scott Monroe bandwagon, but also, they just want the song. And let's see. Tom Armbruster is, uh, uh, he says, focus people. Don't make me have to sum up everybody's request again. No need. I'm on top of it, Tom. But Tom is manifesting Amsterdam. So, uh, and then also uh, new to the podcast, our, our buddy Brett at Dissect That Film. Thank you and welcome. He says, wham, bam, give me Amsterdam. And of course, our friend Kevin Brown is also manifesting uh, Amsterdam. So it's a it's a it's a fight. It's a fight between summer nights and Amsterdam. And uh, just to add one more, there there is one one other vote uh, for, to manifest uh, Amsterdam by. I see her, uh, by, I see her by in the one. corner. There she is. Here. Hey. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Christy has joined us on the show once again after all this time. So with her being here, I mean, like. I feel like the 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 wheel gods have to give throw us a bone, right? There's only so many songs we can spin. Um, so in light of that, I too am going to say Amsterdam. All right. 
Kelsey, uh, what song do you want to hear tonight? Are you all are you going to uh, manifest one of those two, or are you going uh, off the board here? We got fourteen songs left on the wheel. Um, I love Summer Nights. Would love that's that's a great one. Um, but the one I'm looking at, I would love to hear Little Dreamer. That would be super sick. Mm. Um, or The Dream Is Over. That's one of my favorites too. So oh, and that would finish off uh, the fuck album too if we got the, yeah! the Dream Is Over tonight. <laughs> oh damn. Yep. So we are so we're in the home stretch now. Yeah, I guess it's just me left. Uh, all the manifestations are great. Uh, I would be happy with any one of them, but because of all the the trash that was thrown towards a different kind of truth uh, this week uh, from the guy who was the fucking lead singer on that record, uh, I, I'm in the mood for a little different kind of truth. Give me Bullethead tonight. That's what I'm hoping we uh, we spin oh, no. here tonight. Oh, Bullethead! <laughs> I heard an oh no! Come on! Oh my god! <laughs> it could have been the trouble with. Oh, numbers. Atomic Punk is on here too. I Atomic Punk, yeah, yeah it's it's still one. hanging hanging tough. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, that and Jamie's crying. We, we almost did Jamie's crying, but uh, because of me, uh, it's it's still on the wheel. So yeah, I, little dreamer too, still uh, still there. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, I think uh, all the manifestations are set. How many uh, lurkers we got in the chat? Oh, last time I looked, we had uh, eight. So if we count the three of us, that's 11. Let's count Christy, too. That's 12. Uh, There you go. I'm going to shuffle the fuck out of this one, two, three, four, 11, and 12. (laughs) If you shuffle the fuck out of it, it's only one song. It's only one song left in the fuck album. You are correct. scared. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Here we go. Do it two weeks in a row? No, no way. Oh, my Bullet God. Head. Ladies and gentlemen, Corey. Two weeks in a row. That's five. In the words of Booker T, five times. <laughs> five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Called his shot five times. Oh, sorry, Bullet Christy. Head it is. Oh, everybody's going to be mad at me now. <laughs> I should have thought this through. <laughs> I mean, I I think either way, it was a uh, bullethead was in the cards for us, unfortunately tonight. But I mean, it, but look at you, look at you with your. Now you got to get a new shirt. <laughs> That's yeah, five. Oh geez, everyone. Yeah, I told you. Damn you, Morissette. <laughs> rigged. God. Rigged. Yeah, everyone's like rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> they all saw me shuffle. They we all. Did, saw, yes. God. I can confirm. There's no rigging. He's he's pushing a button. And it it just spins and then stops when it decides to. So all right, well because I have to bring up uh, my old iTunes app uh, because I have oh a different kind of truth on CD and I ripped it into iTunes. <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourselves while I bring up uh, Bullethead here. So like so there, here's here's one of the issues with the uh, the lack of streaming of this particular album is right. because uh, you know now we have to do things uh, analog style or. Uh, uh, or close to it, and that's just inconvenient. It's inconvenient, is what it is. And and in podcasting world, inconvenience is uh, a major disturbance. And you know that's that's when things just happen. And sometimes things don't go your way when you when you're you're dealing with that sort of thing. Uh, uh, should I keep rambling, or I, I mean, I can keep going. Keep, I can rambling. keep rambling. It's fine. So. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, so w- Kelsey, what what are you hoping to hear? Uh, if it's, let's say that you do get to work that show for the uh the best of all worlds summer tour, what uh what are you really just hoping? You're gonna be right there. Uh, you know, possibly, likely, right backstage. You're gonna hear the music in full force. Uh, what are you hoping to just 
absolutely got to hear. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm trying to remember the songs that I heard last time. Um, oh, I would love, this is probably not going to happen, but I would love to hear Love Walks In. That's <laughs> one of my oh. favorite songs. <laughs> and I think I would burst into tears if I heard that song. So that would be, that's like just something like, so out of the realm that I think of possibility that I think would be so cool if it did happen. Um, now when I think, cause I don't know if he's going to play any day. I I know he's going to play some, but I can't like, I don't know what it'll be. Yeah. Um, um, other than the hits, but um, I don't, I, other than that, um, I'd love to hear black and blue. That would be a great song to hear. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of my favorites of, of the Sammy era. So Yeah. Either of those would be super cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the it's it's part of the fun, but also the I guess if you're like us, the frustration of mm -hmm. like, God, what are they? What is he gonna do on this on this uh, particular tour? We he says he's gonna do Van Halen era tunes. He's he's bringing in Mikey with him. Mikey's gonna sing uh, some of the Dave era stuff. Like okay, mm -hmm. but like but which ones? Right. I assume I I assume Jump, although like they right. It also kind of wouldn't shock me if they decided not to do Jump just because yeah. it's just so huge of a song. But I don't know. They might. Uh, but but I don't know. Other than that, I mean, there's a whole list of, of songs that I would like to hear Mikey do of mm -hmm. the day Vera. And then and then it, and then there goes with Sammy. I can I can predict maybe three songs that I'm quite sure he will do on this tour. But then that just leaves so many others kind of just on the table of maybe could be we might do it uh we might do these songs during these dates we might interchange them right and do these songs and so uh the the people that work at setlift uh setlist.fm have got their work cut out for them i'm sure mm -hmm. because especially if they decide to sort of interchange tracks but time will tell yeah i they played ain't talking about love and uh mikey sang it when i saw them last Oh wow! Um, but who? Know, I, that's the other thing. It's like who knows? I know they'll do. I I could see them doing. You really got me. I know they've played like sure. when back in the day they played that. But um, I don't know. It'd be really cool to hear some Dave stuff because it's like at this point I don't know if I'll ever see Dave. So it's like <laughs> you know you'll be like <laughs> you know I already paid a few hundred to go see him before and it didn't happen. So <laughs> oh. like like. You know what I mean? So yeah, for me, I don't even want to see Dave. That's how I mean. Like that's the other yeah. thing is like I would go just to do it. You know what mm. I mean? Just for me, because I never got to see Van Halen, so like I would go to do it. But like I don't know if I would do what I did last time or was supposed to do last time is like sure. fly and go see him. But yeah. you know, understandable. You know, especially after all this. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's like pretty much uh solidified uh uh that a lot of fans are are done with him it's like really heartbreaking like it yeah. makes yeah. me so sad it's sad but it's just like it's it's pathetic in a way mm -hmm. because it's like you like, just dude, shut up yeah you're just coming coming across as just a bitter bastard and mm -hmm. that's not a good look for you you know and i'm like what are you doing yelling at eddie's kid like what like dude stop right. yeah. like he was what in his, I mean, I don't know if he was, was he a legal adult when they toured? I can't remember. But I'm pretty sure he was, or at least he became one at the he very He had least, to be like so young. And I'm, I'm like, what sure are you doing, dog? Talking about a kid. Like, yeah, I just, <laughs> how old are you? Because he's yeah, fucking exactly, kid. Because he's David Lee Roth. He just, ugh. 
<gasps> well, I tell you what, uh, going to the chat, uh, no one's real happy with me. Uh, but Chad says, some of Ed's best guitar work is on A Different Kind of Truth. Fuck Dave for keeping it from everyone. I know. Yeah. I love this. I love the production on this album. It's oh, really it's good. Absolutely. Uh, Tom is mad. He says, Corey, you're supposed to use this power for good. Uh, my apologies. Uh, Jeff uh, says, so who is it that actually runs the wheel? Is it the guy who keeps calling his shots? Uh, he's calling shenanigans, but uh, I, I assure Damn, you. That's crazy. Uh, oh, man, we're, we're losing them, Corey. We're you, losing you, them. You all saw me shuffle the wheel. You all saw me hit the button. Come on. Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm still on your camp. It's just. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, Josh says a uh, hat trick plus allegedly. two. Well, if I get one more, that'd be a hat trick plus two because a hat trick is three. So if I get another one, yeah, that'll no, be like, six. Yeah, the next, the next show, if you, if you call your shot again, I mean, and the thing is, it's going to get easier like the more the songs keep dwindling out but i mean yeah if you do if you do twice in a row like i might i might have to be like mm, try again there's only 14 songs it, it was easy uh kevin it's brown true. says mark yeah. tell us a joke one about turtles and an unfortunate turn of events with a faulty umbrella that's how you fill okay there was a turtle who had a faulty umbrella and then the turtle got wet end yeah. of joke that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know what joke the, the, the As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What, wanting me to tell there, I, was, uh, I don't know. Hey, guess there what? You the, the sexiest man in podcasting is on my side. He says, I'm fine with it. Someone has to have your back. Thank you, Scott Haskin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got one ally in the chat. Uh, someone, uh, Scott Monroe says, does Best of All Worlds imply we're getting a Gary song? On the, I'd be okay with without you. What if, what if on one of the dates, uh, Gary makes a surprise appearance? That'd be all right. Damn, he invited everyone. Yeah, That'd be very cool. Hint, hint, Nashville. Hint, hint. <laughs> anyway. So he was 16 originally, and then he was 20 or 21 during a different kind of truth. So when they did the first reunion tour, he was he was a minor, and then uh, he came up. Still, of like, what are you doing yelling at a 21-year-old? I know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just, like. Dave's become that old boomer that's, like, yelling at the sky for, you know, like, 
Get your damn get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. When it makes me think, like, would what would like there's no use in speculating because obviously, but like I wonder like if if Eddie was even like if Eddie was alive, would he be doing this? But like, you know what I mean? Like what would that be like? (laughs) Just back and forth on Twitter. (laughs) I don't think he would uh, well. I say Who this knows? like I know remotely what goes on in the head of David Lee Roth. I don't. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. Right. But I, I, I would like to think that he wouldn't be so brazen as to uh, go after Wolfie with Eddie still around. Because right, that's I, how I feel. I'm like, because I feel like Eddie would just go like to Dave's house and punch him in the mouth. Drive a tank up. <laughs> drive the tank. Yes, yeah. the tank. Yeah. He's like, you know, I got a tank, right? Shut the yeah. hell up about my kid. Like, I got a turret on the summer. Keep speaking. Like, yeah. keep ta- keep talking, Dave. Keep talking. Oh my gosh! All right, do you guys want to hear a little bullet head? I guess not really. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm glad everyone is so excited. I'm excited anyway. We're going all the way back to 2012. This is the album that David Lee Ross said uh, everybody hated, and uh, it was a it was a real crash and burn uh, for Wolfie, even though Wolfie. Just wanted to record something with his dad. I wanted to get Van Halen back together, which is not a bad thing. DLR, no. whatever the fuck you say. And wasn't most of this like OG Van Halen? Like a lot like of it the, was. Yeah, that's like the, yeah. they had written these songs back in the day, including this song. This song traces all the way back to 1977. There you go, OG yeah. Van Halen. There you go. So let's go uh, back to all the way to 1977 in the club days and a little bullet head. All right. My karma just ran over your dogma. It seems like the kind of bullshit uh, lyric uh, daily. We're just trying to find something that, that sounds cool together that means nothing. Mark, you're muted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all y'all want to keep talking about Sammy's stupid lyrics? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bullet head, bomb the moon until you're crazy dead. There you go. I like I think I think if they recorded this like back in the day it would have sounded like really good but I don't know it's just like you know it's good I like like I love I love the rhythm and I love the the way that the drums line up with Eddie's guitar and and like I said I love the production on this album but I just feel like I don't know I feel like it would have sounded a lot better back in you know the 70s oh especially with early 80s right sure what the hell is a bullet head anyway you're in danger i drive just like you that's all you need to know oh my god Uh, scott ever in the chat says great riff this was the most strained dave sounded on a different kind of truth and he does sound strained here like vocally it's not his best performance then you get into the fucking live album they did from the tokyo dome and he just sounds like awful he was right. probably high as shit when he went into the booth. And so like, he's barely got his voice intact and he's like, I don't know. I'm just making shit up on the fly. Freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's essentially what this is like, seriously. Okay. I'm, 
I'm not gonna just I'm just not gonna stop on this. Like I, I seriously, all of y'all that rain down on Sammy's lyrics so hard and uh insist, insist that Dave is the better lyricist. You take a good look at this fucking song and you tell me, tell me exactly what he's trying to say. All right. You know, if we're talking overall, he's the better lyricist, but Dave definitely has his stinkers. And and this you, you can put I think right up there. I'm just saying we got like Call it, call it fairly. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Like, call it fairly. Oh, lyrically, this is as bad as almost anything Sammy's ever done. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Scott Monroe in the chat says, you can really tell Dave can't keep pace with the trio. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the music's kicking, right? And, and Dave's, yeah, struggling, uh, to, to put it mildly. All right, let's keep going. All right, before we get into it, uh, uh, Kevin Brown agrees with Mark. These are lazy phoned-in lyrics, but Chaz says, more importantly, it's about driving in L.A. If you've done it, you know. I've never driven in L.A., so I, I can't comment on that. I've been a passenger in L.A., so, I mean, fine. I'll give you that one. <laughs> uh, Jeff Brewer is a defender of the lyrics. He says, these aren't horrible lyrics per se. Kelsey's right. The song would have sounded better in the 70s. I think, and I think the biggest reason being, uh, I think Dave would have sounded better. Uh, I, he is definitely the, um, the, the, the force that is holding this song back from being like a real banger for sure. Uh, at least to me he is. So yeah, I'm, it's, oof, oof, no, this is, this is, this is, uh, off to a very rough start for me as I'm just going to tell you now. <laughs> each line is a bumper sticker. Yeah, well, I like, that's sticker. the other thing is like, I think David like could have totally pulled this off. Like this sound, this song would have sounded like, I don't know, his voice back then. I feel like could have totally pulled this off, and like, it sounded really good. You know what I mean? But I think just the way that he sounds, because like obviously he's older, and like I feel the same way about like Axl Rose. Like there's a lot of, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's songs that they put out where I'm like, damn, you really could have pulled this off back then. And it's not a bad song. It's just like it would have flowed a lot easier, and also it wouldn't have been so striking with the kind of voice that he had back then. So I understand the bumper sticker. Well, he says he's not making this up. Are Chaz, are you saying that every single line in the song came from a bumper sticker? Well, I'm a love well, the horn, you... baby. Well, I'm a bullet head. Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby. Well, I'm a bullet head. That's not a bumper sticker. <laughs> I mean, it does. There are some of these lines that do feel like Dave just swiped it from a bumper sticker. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Some days you're the dog. Some days you're the hydrant. Everything's going your way. You're facing the wrong lane. Like, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. Let's keep Bomb going. On the moon until you're crazy dead, because what <laughs> the hell does that mean? Exactly. Well, I'm a love on the horn, baby. Well, I'm a bullet head. Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby. Well, I'm a bullet head. Hurt me. 
All right. What do we think of the solo, folks? Well, the solo was fire. Yeah. The solo <laughs> went <laughs> like Tom, I mean, Tom called it. He's like, it's up to the solo to save it. It's like, well, <laughs> if you're going to pick a solo have. to save a song, that's definitely the one you use because Jesus. I mean, not just Eddie, though, but like Alex is doing his thing, too. Uh, uh, what I will say, though, right before the solo, uh, Dave does this, um, or I'm sorry, uh, Eddie does this amazing dive bomb squeal that you all know I'm such a huge fan of and I love when Eddie Van Halen does it. However, it's ruined by Dave's stupid vocals because he it's just dude, he is he is dragging this song so hard. This is like a quick tempo, fast-paced song and he is just dragging it and that's not good. That's not a good thing at all. But the solos it's awesome. So I was going to counter that. (laughs) I actually really like his low register in this, like, and like, granted, I'm, I'm partial because like, I guess back in the day, I think David is very sexy. And so like hearing that low, like the way that he talks, I'm like, that's the Dave that I know. That's the Dave that I like. And hearing that low, like those words. I thought that was like, I was like, okay, this is actually, I can get down with this, but I understand like with, with this rhythm and this song, like, it doesn't necessarily fit, but I honestly, I was like, okay, I thought that sounded pretty good compared to the screen, the screaming that he's doing, or like the way that he's straining his voice on the rest of the song. So I don't know, but like, I understand like seeing it and then the solo comes right after it. So it's like, you know, and the solo, I always say like, I think every time I've been on the show, I've, I've said that Eddie does so well, like crafting a perfect solo for the song and I think this was a beautiful example of it. Like it just sounds so good and his tone and everything. And like the, like I said, the production on this album is great. I think it sounds so full and um, yeah, I love, I love that solo. I, nice. I, there's, I don't think there's an Eddie solo that I don't like. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair assessment. I, I kind of side with Kelsey. Nothing that I find at David Lee Ross sexy, especially now. Do you find <laughs> hey, him sexy it's okay. now? <laughs> <laughs> but when, when he goes he when he goes to that low register, you, you kind of forget the fact that he can't sing anymore because he he's, he kind of sounded like old Dave. So I, yeah, I'm kind of he's I'm, got that like swag. Yeah. yeah, he's got that attitude. Like you don't go to Dave Lee Roth for you know vocal chops. You know he's not Paul mm-hmm. Rogers. He's certainly not Sammy Hagar. But in in terms of of pure like sex appeal and attitude, that's Dave Lee Roth. That's why he's one of the best front men in rock. He may be a fucking dickhead, but he's still one of the best uh, front men in rock. Uh, so I, I dug that section. I really dug the 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 solo too. I thought 80s tone is fantastic. Uh, I'm curious. I don't. I've never heard the '77 version of this. I don't know if it's floating out there on a bootleg or anything. You know, if he, mm. you know, did anything to the solo uh, from way back then to uh, what he did in 2012. But uh, I, I thought it was really really good. Uh, Kevin Brown still not convinced though. He says a song about being pissed off in traffic, cribbed from bumper stickers. This guy can write. Could he not be bothered or just out of ideas? Uh, I imagine it, it probably he he could not be bothered uh, would probably be the the more likely scenario. Yeah, that's but... probably <laughs> he couldn't be bothered. Like I'm sure he had ideas, but yeah, this this feels like uh, I can't be bothered. So I'm gonna check out the bumper stickers out in traffic in L.A. Yeah, uh, Jeff Brewer says Kevin. It still demonstrates more width than straight up onto her lunch pail, which of course one of Sammy's uh, worst lyrics of all fucking time. Which I <laughs> sure, but. <laughs> Is it though? Like at this point, like I don't know, man. Like this one, this one is having a for me is having a very difficult time uh, standing up against it. I don't know. My thing is like with 
like one of my favorite songs drop dead legs great song and then dave just yells giant butt in the middle of one of the verses and i'm like damn dude like that's crazy like we were doing so giant well yeah. <laughs> and i love i don't like like i said i love dave and like i i truly think actually i don't know i honestly don't know who i would consider the better lyricist i think they both have their pros and cons i guess but that's just that's what i always think about like i'm like what a crazy line to just throw into such a great song (laughs) it's true and now we have uh, chaz who earlier was ripping uh, dave lee roth uh to no end uh, defending him in the chat he says uh kevin brown each lyric in the verse you'll find on a bumper sticker it was a concept i can't believe i'm defending the asshole but that's what he did just like on secrets uh, which uh, Chaz will point out, uh, he did the same with Hallmark Cards on Secrets, uh, which uh, Kevin says, uh, and we slammed that song too. We just want consistency, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't you, know what Kevin. the fuck he's talking about in that song even. <laughs> I played that song today with the windows down. I was like, but I'll sing every single word. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Still don't know what it means. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. All right, well, that's that's an ending. <laughs> it's just like, yep, there it is. Uh, 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 final thoughts before we uh, go into the voting. Yeah, it was a song. Uh, it was in mm-hmm. key. I don't know. We're, we're interesting to see how how the vote uh, shakes out on this one. Really interested on the poll too. Uh, I I will yeah, say before yeah. I vote, uh, I think it's safe to say probably not the strongest effort uh, from a different kind of truth. I know we we were big fans of she's the woman. Uh, Chinatown mm-hmm. was another good one. Uh, you know, out of space was decent. Stay frosty. Beats working. Like there there there's some good stuff on here. Uh, I manifested it because it took a lot of shit this week, and I don't think the album deserves a lot of shit. I still enjoy it. But, but there's a couple of stickers on that. So we're going to see uh, how this one uh, pans out. So we're going to go to Kelsey first because everyone yeah. loves Kelsey. And uh, I know she, I could tell she's a little conflicted how she's going to vote on this one. But Kelsey, is this what dreams are made of or is the dream over? Oh, I can't hear it. I can't hear it either. Why can't you guys hear that? I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, I played the clip. You can talk now. Okay. I was like, I don't know when to start. Um, I don't even know how to defend this. (laughs) Um, You know, like I said, like, I think back in the day, this would have really crushed. And um, I just, I don't have the heart in me to downvote one of these songs. But, like, I think Eddie sounded, like, everyone else sounded great. And, like, I don't think Dave sounded bad. I just think, like, however old he was here, it's, like, this is a very young song. And I just don't think that, 
I don't think he could really like he could really sell it. And um, but like everything else about the song, I thought was really good. Like I loved Eddie, I loved Alex, and um, and Wolfie sounded great. So I think I thought it was, I thought it was very full. I like I said, I love the production on this album. Um, and like, it has potential. Dave has potential. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I would put it on. I'd be like, all right, just don't listen to the lyrics, which is, I mean, sometimes I'd be doing that with Dave songs too. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm like, it goes like, you could see me. I was dancing through it. Like I was like, oh, this is actually, you know, so. Well, there you go. A, a semi-reluctant, but not so reluctant <laughs> thumbs up on Kelsey's part. But uh, I, mean, I still I still don't think she was fully happy with it, but it's it's fine. It's like, not well, the best Van Halen yeah, song I've you heard. Said you, you said your piece, and that, that, that's there it is. So uh, so now we move on to you, Mr. Uh, five-time Call Your Shot. Uh, this one is because of you. Yes, So sir. I guess what I have to ask after listening to it, after analyzing it and, uh, you know, seeing different perspectives on it, does bullet head still hold up for you? Is it in fact, what dreams are made of, or is the dream over? What's great is that the two people on the panel have no idea how I, I voted. Like, I'm not even going to know, <laughs> but everybody in the show and on the stream currently knows I voted what dreams are made of, but barely. Uh, I, I'm kind of with Kel Kelsey on this one. Um, Dave's not great on this. We all know this, but there, there's a couple of clever lines. Um, to me, it, it, it's all about the music. I, I love good, hard, chugging Van Halen. We kind of get that here, kind of old school Van Halen. The solo was fire. Um, the band sounded great. Um, yeah, Dave brought it down. Uh, it's certainly not the strongest uh, effort on a different kind of truth, but it was it was just passable for me. So, you know, on a scale from uh, one to ten, it's like a five and a half. Uh, which is what dreams are made of for me, but just barely. Uh, so that's two uh, in the affirmative here. Mark Kamire, uh, let, let's see if you're going to make it uh, an even three, or are you going to be the contrarian that you would love to be? Is this what dreams are made of, or is the dream over for you here tonight? Yeah, no, that's a hard sell. That's a Look, it's happened before where we've listened to a not-so-great Van Halen track and the solo has saved it. And I really, really, like, I, I Tom called it earlier. He's like, I think the solo's got to be the thing to save it. And I thought it I thought it was going to because I'm not going to say a bad word about that section of the song because it's, it's pretty fantastic. The problem is it's too fantastic for this song. And the only reason is because I... I, I hate to, you know, say it, but it's the truth. Like the weakest link in this song is Dave. And I, I think the these lyrics are really damn stupid. Uh, I think not only that, though, more than that, his his singing, his vocal melodies aren't very they're not good. You know, like and, and I know Dave's not uh, a super melodic singer, and that's not what what you you know, pay the ticket for. No, you go to see the the charisma and, you know, hear, hear his voice, yeah, with the things that he likes to do and that he's good at. But also, I just, I felt none of that in this song. Like, And honestly, it, it was a tough hill to climb because I've been very lukewarm on a different kind of truth in general. Uh, but then this song just, it should have been a banger. I think that's what I'm most uh, upset about. This should have been a banger because musically it's, 
it's crazy good. You know, it's like, it's very just push forward. It's got that drive that Van Halen's really good at doing and really bringing it. And man, the guitar work that, that Eddie is putting out is pretty impressive. And, but the, the deal is I am so distracted by just the blah mehness of what David Lee Roth is doing. It's just like, it, it, it just, it was uninspired. It was not, it was not fun to listen to. Uh, and then reading the lyrics, it's just like this to me felt like, wait for it. This felt like a Van Halen three song to me. And you guys know how I've been feeling about Van Halen three <laughs> apologies to Gary, because this one's not on you, but uh, yeah, that's what, that was the vibe it gave me because there are many tracks on Van Halen three. I can admit this, that musically, sound pretty good but then you know are are brought down by one thing or the other usually because of unfortunately gary's performance and his lyrics is like again apologies to gary but it is it's the truth and this song gave me those types of vibes and i just i was not into it uh i would like to tell you that i the the influence of current events aren't influencing the vote whatever i would like to tell you that i like to believe that but it's it's not helping it's not helping it at whatsoever. This is just a classic example of, hey, you know, maybe you're not the hype you think you are. And here's a big shining example, this track right here. Um, and so, yeah, for me, no, the, the dream is definitely over for Bullethead. I mean, and, and I know you guys are, are were way, way nicer about it than I was. But it was just I, I couldn't I couldn't do it. I wanted to, but I just couldn't. Well, you're not alone. Kevin Brown in the chat says, wow, you're all are nuts. This is so far below average Van Halen. I'd put everything on the first four records, the sixth, and most of the next four ahead of it. I, I mean, it's. It, I'm not going to argue against him. I'm. I'm with Kevin on that one. I mean, it's just like, like again, musically though, like if if you took the vocals out of it and this was just an instrumental track, like that, that shit would be just blazing hot. Yeah. Uh, or or uh, as Kelsey said, if this song had been done in the in the the prime of the band or even just like early prime, you know, like maybe they could have come up with uh, vocally could have come up with something a little bit more uh, intense and a little bit more, uh, you know, inspired and charismatic, but, but because, because it wasn't, and because of this era or uh, the 2012 era rather, and just old man, Dave, just, you can just hear and feel his lack of enthusiasm. Well, I tell you, um, Scott Everett kind of sums up my point, which was it's not one of my favorites on A Different Kind of Truth, but I still dig it. And that's kind of how I was. Chaz Charles says, uh, this song actually captures a lot of how Roth puts it forward on stage. Not worried about keeping up, doing his own thing over the top of everything else. The music yeah, is killer at an L. Yeah, can't, can't argue that. That's that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, exa- yeah. Definitely won't argue that uh, the music is killer, but uh, like I said, for me all the other factors just couldn't uh, overcome it. So, nope, dream is over. So uh, how do you think the poll is going to shake out this week? Uh, it's a Dave track, uh, which tends to do pretty well, but a different kind of truth. Uh, if, if I go back and, and check our rankings, the highest ranked track on a different kind of truth currently uh, is uh, Stay Frosty at 82.5%. So pretty low for, yeah. for Dave tracks. Uh, but everything kind of r- ranges in, in, in the 70s. The only uh, 60s we have is Honey Baby Sweetie Doll, was 63.5% what dreams are made of. Uh, tattoo was 70%. And then everything else was kind of in the uh, in the mid to high 70s. So uh, where do you think, think uh, Bullethead's going to rank? I think Bullethead's probably going to rank 
semi uh high as or as far as high as far as uh, a different kind of truth goes for the fact that i don't think a lot of people are going to downvote it because it's good enough for a lot of them or like even if it just barely makes uh the upvote that's still an upvote and that's you know i think a lot of people are kind of feel like that is like well it's not my favorite but you know the music tracks pretty good so sure but just barely or you know it's like uh you know it's i dig that song it's fine and or but or people are like i want to downvote it but that solo was just too good can't downvote it so just barely upvote so i think it's going to go like that i think it's not going to uh which one did you say is uh 82 percent uh 82 currently is a uh, stay frosty Stay Frosty, yeah. Yep. I don't think it's going to beat Stay Frosty, um, but I think it might be close to that. You know, I'm going to predict right in between uh, Tattoo and Honey Baby Sweetie Doll. I'm going to say 67, 68 percent because Honey Baby Sweetie Doll was 63, yeah. Tattoo was 70. I like Tattoo probably a little bit better than this one, uh, so I'm going to pick this one about 68 percent. Yeah, uh, th- this this uh, should not be above. 5150 and if it ends up being above 5150 i'm i'm oh. i'm just i'm gonna burn it all down <laughs> i saw that i was like do we really not like 5150 i was like damn <laughs> based on the voting yeah like i don't understand i have no clue how 5150 is as low as it is it, it makes no sense to me currently 5150 is ranked 35th uh in our rankings it was 86 percent what dreams are made of 13 percent. the dream is over right above yeah, the just, full I bug mean, for a for a Sammy oh, track, I guess that's voted pretty high, but I mean that's still, in my opinion, insulting. But I mean, uh, it's definitely not one of my favorite Sammy songs, but I don't think it's a oh. bad song. And somebody, I, I made a mistake. Uh, as is actually beat Stay Frosty. As is oh, number as one. Is. Yeah, eighty nine percent. Thank oh you very God, much. I haven't heard that song in forever. Yeah, Jeff Brewer. Uh, g- good thing he's on the chat every week to to keep my ass in line because I'd just be fucking up left and right. So. <laughs> that's why we have you guys here man that's like, right that's, you're here to make sure we stay on track and that's that is uh why we appreciate you yeah i don't know i don't know if it'll be a i could see it being above tattoo maybe yeah like in, in i agree 70s? with scott 70 75 percent yeah. maybe i don't know i don't know <laughs> i could see it above tattoo even though i don't think it should be but i could see it being i could see there. it too i think because it's more like it's faster yeah. So I don't know, but I don't know. How is As Is the number one song on that record? Like, over the She's the Woman? Like, She's the Woman. That's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. Don't yeah. know. You know it's, I, look, you're you're also asking a question of, to the same crowd as that voted Little Guitars as the number <laughs> one Van Halen song right now, which baffles the hell out of me. It's a good song. Don't get me wrong, but it's the best Van one. Halen song we've covered. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't Damn. understand that at all. But that's wild. Sure, yeah, it is over wild. Panama. Yeah, that, I was just thinking about. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Panama is twenty fourth, and that's that's maybe my favorite uh, all time Van Halen song. It's twenty fourth. I think, I think Panama is constantly in my top five songs. Listen, sure. it it jumps around, but every year it's because it's like one of those songs. I'm like, I could be crying my eyes out, and that song comes on, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> But um, so what's your number one, Kelsey, putting you on the spot here? What would you say is your number one? Well, you know, what's funny is when I went to that Van Halen tribute, I was talking to one of the guys about that. And I was like, if I had to pick one, it would be Dirty Movies. I love that song. Everything about that song. Like I could 
I could like one of my friends, she said, and not because it has anything to do with me, but she's like, if I were to think, if I were to hear that song, I would like think of you like that whole just gives your whole vibe like that's the song that would play. And I was like, thank you so much. Because <laughs> I just I think it's it encapsulates like the groove and like the sexiness and Eddie's talent and Dave's charisma. And I think it like that. I'm like, I could never go wrong with that song. But so if I had to pick one, that would be it. And I think I said um, Summer Nights for Sammy's era, if I okay. had to pick one. Yeah. Or black and blue, but I don't, I, you know, if I had to pick one. <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know Dirty Movies currently ranked 61st uh, on our fan poll uh, of the songs we've covered. It got an 81% what dreams are made of. Damn. It's groovy as hell. And you know what? It's just below. <laughs> she's the woman. Which uh, Jeff, Damn. Bre- Jeff Brewer <laughs> says, she's the woman blows compared to as is. You know, I would be interested to see what uh, the male to female ratio of your audience is. Me just, too. Just out of curiosity. Considering the, the I, one female I know listens to the show is you. So. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, there's there's Janice, our, our, our patron. Yeah, there's Janice Risco. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a patron. And Kelsey. And then, like, sometimes Christy. Uh, Cheers. So that's three. <laughs> Holding it down. Yeah. <laughs> So we got three. So yeah, the you, the the ratio is is not in your favor, Kelsey. Right, but that's what I was saying. I was like, I don't, yeah, because that song is just, I don't know. I'll die on that hill <laughs> with that song, with fair warning. So there you are. Play a little so dirty movies tonight, Mark. You might get lucky. What's that? Play a little dirty movies tonight. You might get lucky. Oh, dirty movies! You hear that? No, you got to put on Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've got no, I, I can't. We haven't spun it yet. We haven't that's spun like, it. That's, that's my Van Halen rule while we're on this journey. So, uh, but pretty soon I'll be able to just throw on whatever I want. Uh, but uh, until that time, uh, are we? Uh, I'm waiting to. Well, wait. I don't think I can hear it because <laughs> the technical difficulties. But uh, I can hear it though. And so oh, okay. yes, I am I, playing the uh, the Price Is Right it? music. Okay. It's time to play. How many times has Van Halen performed? What did we play tonight? Bullethead. How many times Bullet did Van Halen Head. perform? No, the one you made up. Bullethead. I almost said she's the woman. It's been a long <laughs> fucking night. Yeah. All right. So, Mark and Kelsey, time to lock your votes in. How many times do you think Van Halen performed Bullethead? Let's do. Let's go with uh, Mark Kamire first. How many times do you think they played this song live? I'm just gonna assume they played it just one time live. That's my vote. Just one time. Yep, just one. All right, Kelsey, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna say like, like seven Th- times. Seven whole times. <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, one of you got it exactly right. Mm-hmm. And his name is Mark Kamire. They played it oh, once, according to Setlist.fm. Yeah. So yeah, you I'm you looked it. it up. I'm sure you did. I'm You're... literally looking at the screen that you pulled up. <laughs> You're correct. Uh, December 31st, 1977 at the Whiskey A-Go-Go. Uh, they, um... they played Bullethead uh, between uh, Down in Flames, which is an early version of the song that became Tattoo, and Bullethead. So there you go. Interesting stuff. There you go. Hey, look, I won. I'm counting it as a win. Hey. I don't care. It's like it's it's your fault that you had it pulled up on the screen, not mine. So, boom. You're not supposed it. to be able to see. Damn, this I didn't part even cheat. Screen. I could have cheated. <laughs> I was about to tell you, like Kelsey, just look up and take a guess. Just oh look. man, everything is going wrong here tonight. Let's just wrap this fucking <laughs> thing up. It's all good. So, 
it's uh yeah it's it's the chaotic energy of that christy's bringing over here like you can't even like <laughs> see her or hear her but she's there just bringing on that chaotic That's energy right. over here but uh but enough of the chaos energy because uh that's it for the show that's it for this episode and uh kelsey you've joined us once again after all this time uh you are highly uh uh manifested for everyone else of like hey your next guest like bring back kelsey bring back us i think there's one guy who listens to us just to check to see if you're on the show i because i it's like a constant with this person it's like bring back kelsey like calm the hell down she was on last week like whatever so you I'll know you got as you got, often as i can you, you got you got fans out there so uh, uh yeah. t- tell the people what you got going on where they can find you um my twitter is kelsey van halen my instagram is kelsey van halen um you know i'm hanging around like i said my twitter is basically me tweeting pictures of eddie and shitting on my hockey team that's pretty much it <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i love i love being here it's 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 so much fun and hopefully I'll be around um for the live show because I I was I was heartbroken when I watched the last one. I was like, that looks like so much fun. <laughs> so but yeah, no, I'll be I'll be nagging you again because I need another song. <laughs> like I've been manifesting all these songs and I've not gotten any of them. So I'll I'll don't worry, you'll hear from me again. <laughs> It'll get easier because now we're down to the last 13 That's right. the catalog. So yeah. we're we 13. We're coming down to the wire so yeah the uh the, the shooting your shot will get much much easier we might have we might have to make a cutoff point after five Corey. so c- congratulations <laughs> you did it you you got the, the, the no more manifesting rings. from you yeah <laughs> so so if you, you know you guys you have 13 more opportunities to try and catch up to uh Corey's five gold club uh i don't know if we can do it but Take a shot. What so are you at, Mark? Is. Are you two or three? I don't remember. I'm at two. Two? Okay. I don't I don't think I'm at three. Well, wait. Didn't recently I I no, I think I'm just at two. I, I think you're just I, at two. Uh, I'll I'll ask the chat. I'll ask the uh the guys in the lurkers like how many times has have I uh called my shot and nailed it? Is it two times? I think that's my max. You know uh, what? But uh, that may be a question on Van Halen Trivia Night, which is coming up live. Yeah. Uh, February 17th. Kelsey, if you're around, you're invited to participate in Van Halen trivia. Oh my God, that would be fun. There, there's even yeah, a prize. Show these boys up. The winner is getting a 100% Van Halen uh, expert t shirt, courtesy of Mark and myself. So if you're around, that's is Saturday it night. At night? It's is at it? night, yeah. Oh, I'm available. Oh, there you go. You guys can compete <laughs> I just against my Kelsey. Schedule. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. February 17th. That's going down. That's going to be a lot of fun. I know Kevin's been working overtime getting that that quiz ready oh my God, he's doing a lot of dirty things too to try and stump everybody it's going to be a lot of fun dirty things oh geez. oh you have no idea what a tease you know love it i love it when i'm teased that way so uh sorry i just i just got myself distracted anywho <laughs> so there you go uh cory uh we have a uh, we have a website podcastlerock.com go there to find all of our backlog episodes also the link to our uh t public store as Corey mentioned get your apologies to gary shirt and hey if you have been keeping up and uh have been calling your shot then get yourself a uh manifestations club t-shirt that uh, cory has got on right now so get all of it uh but continue to build my apologies to gary army cuz uh, i want us to be legion i just want a mass audience out there wearing these shirts so that Gary will see 
them and go, what the hell is that about? And you'll have to direct them to the show and be like, please come on the show and talk to us. I have so many questions for you. Really? Um, and because we're fans, that's all. So it's, it's all love. Uh, but yeah, do, do go over there and do that. And Hey, like I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, we have a Patreon. I say it every week. I'm going to keep saying it until we can't anymore. Join the Patreon because, uh, as Corey and I dwindled down this uh, particular chapter of the show, it doesn't mean that it's the end so far, and that means that there's going to be a lot more, uh, I think, Patreon-exclusive things, so you're definitely going to be, uh, you're going to want to be a part of that, uh, and don't take my word for it. Ask any of our audience members that are part of the Patreon. Uh, you'll get a, a Discord link, you'll get involved in the chat, and believe me, that's where all the, the awesome conversations are happening so join the patreon get in the discord have a chat and uh have fun it's just all fun in there you know why because Corey and myself we're not uh we're not rock historians and we're not experts on van halen and we never claim to be we are just simple humble fans rediscovering this band that we already enjoyed and we're enjoying it more and more even when we uh get pissed off at certain members it doesn't matter we're we're here to celebrate uh the music that was made not what is happening so it's an important distinction so there you go as i forgot to uh re release the uh the the patreon list i gotta thank you guys for being part of this right. journey go ahead and do that then <laughs> yeah of course um i mean we also we're not professional podcasters either. We we just we do the best that we can and sometimes technical difficulties happen. But you know what's not difficult? Reading off the list of our patrons here like Matt Lacoste, Nate from the Deep Purple podcast, Rava Flave, Josh Caldwell, Greg Zito, Michael Griffith, Chaz Charles, Sean McGinnity, Kevin Brown. Per Lineker, Scott Monroe, Ryan Powell, Jeff Brewer, Tom Armbruster, Scott Everett, Heath McCoy, Janice Risco, Brad Gould, Michael Triplett, David Lee Smith, Chad Pollock, and new patron, Brett Parker from Dissect That Film. Uh, great podcast and great Twitter follows. So uh, thank you all so much for uh, staying with us on this journey, man, and keeping uh, helping us keep the lights on and giving us lots of ideas and lots of things to think about uh, as we progress into this uh new venture we're not there yet we still have as i said 14 more songs left on the wheel but those 14 songs will come and go pretty quick but have heart because we uh we still have live shows to do uh we've we've already finished van halen 2 so we've got to get down on that live show we'll do that soon uh very uh close behind that we'll Oh, I don't know. I think uh, it's it's likely 1984. I hope to God it's Van Halen 3 just because I'm ready to rip that Band-Aid off and I really don't want that to be the last song we cover in this iteration of the show. It would be somewhat ironically poetic, but at the same time, it would not be fun. Unless, of course, unless, of course, you guys continue to build the army of apologies to Gary shirts and he does see them and he joins us on the show and it's like, well, now we have to talk about Josephina. It's the last track of that album. So Gary, please come on the show and let's, let's <laughs> have a discussion, my dude. Uh, but uh, all in good due course though. But again, like I say, so much fun conversations and a lot of great stuff happening in our discord. And the only way to get in that discord is to join the Patreon. So do that. Corey, you're on. I tell you what, uh, Scott, one of the Scots uh, in the Discord, Scott uh, 
uh, Monroe, I believe it was, put a, a demo of Bullethead from the Atomic Punks in our Discord. So uh-huh. I can't bring up Discord on my computer now for some reason, but become a patron, join the Discord. You can check that out and get an idea of how Bullethead would have sounded in 1977. All right, but that music only I and the uh, patrons can currently hear could mean only one thing. It's time to do the pod roll. Podima, here we go. We're going to talk about all of the great shows on the Deep Dive Podcast Network, including a couple of shows I have archived right now. They're all done. Backtracks, Aerosmith Revisited, and uh, Backtracks, the music. I can also check myself at Kevin Brown doing the Ultimate Catalog Clash, breaking down an uh, artist's uh, discography every season. This uh, season is 1990s Metallica. Uh, we're actually going to record the uh, side D of Reload after I get off the call on this one. And that'll wrap up that season of the Ultimate Catalog Clash. So check that show out. And then we have uh, Kevin Brown at the Tom Petty Project. Kevin and Randy Woods at Seaside Pod Review. Scott Haskin uh, did the uh, Uriah Heap Show, the Magician's Podcast. That's currently archived. Uh, Nate and John at the Deep Purple Podcast. The Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered. Uh, Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Terry T-Bone Matthew at T-Bone's Prime Cuts. Paul, Joe, and David at In the Lap of the Pods. That one's wrapped up as well. Uh, Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge, Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z, Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Madman, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast, Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast, George and Hattie at the Judas Priest Cast, Clay and Rye at North by South Podcast, Greg and Jonathan at So Far, So Pod, So What, Quentin and Volume for All, Savnick, Stephen Mark at the Rock Roulette Podcast, Chaz and Greg at Regarding Lulu, Chaz and Shats at Rush Rash, Chaz and Wolfie, at Regarding Rogers and our good buddies, the Sean Geek and Fast Red Podcast, the DLR Cast, the Bogus Otis Show, Booked on Rock with the legendary Eric Senich, You're All Doomed, a Friday the 13th Podcast, Dissect That Film, Three's Company to a Rewatch Podcast, and a new show uh, by one of our uh, patrons, Mr. Scott Everett, is doing a show called Rewind to 1984. Check that out wherever you get your podcasts from. And of course, Pod of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting. Uh, this last week, they just started February. Uh, songs in the vein of Lou Rawls. So if you want to get tender with your lady, uh, turn into Pot of Thunder this month and uh, you might see uh, a little action. And that is uh, all the podcasts you should be listening to. That is so much to choose from, you guys. You'll never be wanting for a rock or music-related podcast ever again. That's how we do it here at the Deep Dive Network. It's great. It's all fun, and uh, we and it's it's incestuous because we're all like on each other's shows, and like everyone cro- crosses the streams all the time. But it, that just means that we've uh, formed a camaraderie uh, in this in this network, and it's uh, all thanks to to you guys uh, ch- checking this out, man, and just like. It, having the same sort of uh, uh, like-minded feelings that we have for uh, these bands, including Van Halen, which is why Corey and I are doing this show. And we thank you all for being part of it. We hope that you stick around for the next 14 weeks at the least, but uh, we'll have more stuff along the pipeline. So until that time, on behalf of Kelsey, Corey, and myself, we are, and the podcast will rock, and we will rock you later. Later.